Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode. I'm really excited about today's guest, Toby Chapman, hailing from the UK. He's the founder of Everboost, which is a retention marketing agency for DTC Health. We'll figure out what that is and wellness brands. Um, and so I, I'm always talking to entrepreneurs, digital marketers, marketing entrepreneurs, and really excited to have him to the show. So Toby, welcome. Yeah, thank you for having me, Chris. Yeah, I know we had connected through Podmatch and um, you know you have a really interesting background and experience. So introduce yourself and um, uh, what you do and we'll get started. Yeah, of course. So my name is Toby Chapman. Uh, I'm 21 years old, nearly 22. Um, and I, like Chris said, I'm the founder of Everboost, which is a retention marketing agency for DTC health and wellness brands. Now, usually that's supplement and skincare brands. Um, that's sort of our, our ideal client. Um, and I've been in the digital marketing space for just over two years now. I was supposed to go to university at 18, um, but a, f- a few things happened which we can talk about, um, which sort of changed my path, and now I'm here. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of the pandemic really changed the way we do things. You know, it's a lot easier. We're more connected. Um, you know, you can start a business on social media. Um, one thing I, one thing that is interesting is uh, DTC. That I'm assuming that means direct to consumer. Is that correct? Is that what you are? Uh, Correct. Yeah. So say if you were to go onto some website, say, let's say, um, and you buy something from there, comes directly to the, the customer, that's direct consumer. Yeah. Okay, perfect. And so, um, so talk about, we talk about the tech tools that transform direct to consumer retention. Of course. So I think for e-commerce, DTC e-commerce, the sort of, the big one is Klaviyo, um, email and SMS is, sort of the main thing when you're talking about retention um, with e-commerce marketing. And Klaviyo is, like I said, email and SMS, which is where the bulk of your results will come from. There are other tools um, that will help, but as, as a main starting point, I'd say Klaviyo is the big one, which is where you can send all your, your campaigns, your email flows, et cetera. Um, and then there's some few extra tools like Retention X, which lets you track these sort of details like lifetime value, repurchase rates, uh, etc. Those are your your main ones, but like I said, there are there are many. Um, but Clavio is probably the place that you want to start. And uh, you know, um, you know, there's so many tools out there. So we'll uh, 
include those resources and links and show notes. So you talked about kind of um, the basis, which was email marketing. And you talk about um, the secrets to getting customers to buy faster, more and more frequently. Um, so talk about how you do that with email marketing. Of course. So I think a lot of D2C brands have made the mistake. Well, they're, they're transitioning away from it now. Is that If you were to open up your, your inbox, you probably see 100 emails that will say, get 20% off now or sale, flash sale. And you just, you drown, you get lost in the inbox. You don't stand out at all. Now, email, obviously a big part of it is copywriting. And with copywriting, it needs to be human to human. It's just like a conversation like this. So the way that, that we approach it is, like I said, treat it like human to human communications. Don't treat it like just a sales channel. <laughs> email is much more than that you can gather a lot of data about your customers so their pain points their goals um, what they're looking to get from your products and you use this information to sort of provoke their emotions it, it sounds a, li a little bit morally wrong but it's not um, and you send the right message at the right time so there's lots of clever ways that you can do this within Clavio, so that they get that message and oh wow I need this product. Um, yeah, I love this idea. So there's, you know, email and then, um, you know, there's SMS as well now, uh, WhatsApp, Telegram, these types of things. Um, and then now I've uh, recently, there's these idea of like bots, chat bots that you can use and kind of automate things and, you know, expand your reach, um, which is quite interesting. One thing is, uh, so one thing is, so you talk about, you know, email, you know, one-to-one -one is very personal. Talk about, uh, you know, crafting post experiences, you know, increasing the uh, customer retention, not just thinking the customer as a transaction, but as a, <laughs> as a, as a lifetime value. Um, talk about that. Of course. So a big part of the post purchase sequence is obviously the transactional emails, which are saying your order's on its way or it's been packaged. There's been a delay. That's one thing when you think of a post purchase sequence, but a lot of brands stop there. So a big, a, a thing that we like to do is basically you don't want to leave the customer in the dark. You want to reinforce their, their buyer's decision. You want to remove any buyer's remorse and make them feel good about the money that they've just spent. So this is just simple email, like things like quiz emails. So say if they bought a, if we're talking about a supplement brand, they've just bought a supplement that's for gut health. You just send them a really simple email that says, you know, how many bacteria in this colony? So it's, again, this is all sort of off the top of my head at the moment, but just really engaging emails that keep them excited, keep them sort of eager to get this product, but at the same time, driving them back to your website. So they're not just waiting around, having like not engaging with the brand. They're still staying in touch and it's maintaining that excitement. And when you do that, they're much more likely to rebuy. It's those first sort of one to five days, really, that you want to hone in and just make sure that they are completely happy with their decision. And with that, they're much more likely to come back and buy more and more frequently. Yeah. The other, and this is quite interesting, is this um, idea of retention marketing. Um, and for brands just getting started, what are the three pieces of advice that you would give them? Of course. So for brands, when you say brands getting uh, just getting started, is that new brands or they're just getting to the retention kind of space? Uh, oh, that are focused on the retention marketing space. Okay. So presuming that they've got some kind of ads going, because that is a big part for growing brands is 
nailing their ads because that's where you're going to drive the traffic. I think the biggest area as a, if you're going to start focusing on retention is like we just spoke about the post-purchase sequence, that's massive data collection. Say if you land on a website and they usually have these pop-up forms to say, get 10% off or some kind of incentive with those pop-up forms, use that as a place to collect this data. So like I mentioned earlier, what are your pain points? What are your goals? What are you looking to get out of these products? All of this can be used in the future messaging with your email campaigns um, to better target and get more sales. So post-purchase, pop-up forms, and the third place for retention. Let's think. Hmm. I'd say, I'd say your welcome flow, even though it's the first point of contact for someone that isn't a customer, it's, sorry about this. Um, even though it's a big area, non-customers, you're setting yourself up for success by having a good welcome flow. So immediately you want to address these pain points that I just mentioned in the pop-up form and the goals and start building that uh, relationship from the start. And like I said, setting yourself up for success. It's the backbone really of your attention efforts. Yeah. Yeah. And then one thing is uh, that you talked about was one piece of it was powering retention with data the analytics armor, and then how do you leverage data and analytics to enhance customer retention strategies for your clients? Of course. So again, like those things I mentioned earlier with the you know, pain points, etc. using that in your messaging, that's a big way of doing it. Um, there's also, so say if someone's bought once, but they haven't bought again, and there's, there's a certain time between their last purchase and their next one, you can use this. So Clavia has some quite clever um stuff going on basically they they say when they think someone's going to rebuy so with this you can send messages say a week before they're going to rebuy and it gives them that reminder and then they do end up actually purchasing on this date um so there's there's a few ways that you can do it with that and other tools like retention x that i mentioned these give you really detailed breakdowns of your customers so who your highest value customers are who buys the the most frequently and again, just use all of this data to send the right messages to the right people because you don't want to send an email that's talking about, uh, you know, why haven't you made a purchase or trying to convince them on the brand, educate them on the brand. If they've already already purchased four or five times, it would make sense to send that to someone that hasn't purchased before. But then for those people that have bought many times, you just have to tailor this messaging in a different way just so it clicks. Yeah, well, quite interesting. And um, uh, pitfalls or mistakes you've seen brands make in their retention marketing efforts and how can people avoid them? Yeah, so uh, like I mentioned earlier with the post-purchase, they're leaving customers in the dark. So they, they place the, the the order and they, they just don't have any communication. Mm -hmm. Depending on their, their shipping times, it could be you know a few days or a week or so. And they, they just don't really say anything. Um and it just has the person sitting there thinking, oh, have I made the right decision here buying this? Um, so that's one place. And again, this one falls into the post-purchase is their transactional emails. So a lot of these transactional emails are quite boring, really. It just says, oh, your order's been shipped or it's been packaged. You want to make them a bit more engaging. Um, and there's a great app called Wonderment, which allows you to build branded tracking pages and emails. So it keeps the sort of branding consistent and it drives them back to these pages where you can have upsells and cross-sells so they can buy more products more frequently and you can make more money. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Uh, one thing is uh, that we 
talking about is this, um, especially with marketing in general and this idea of social media marketing and content influencer marketing. Um, that's one kind of thing is how do you approach the challenge of keeping content fresh and engaging, especially when you have email and SMS campaigns? Of course. Yeah. So with SMS, you're, you've got a, a much smaller, uh, character limit so in terms of content there you are limited to what you can do sms is it's great for say flash sales and really quick communications you want people to see it but for email you'd be surprised at send you can send the same emails say three months apart and people won't they won't rec like realize it um, and it seems like fresh content to them and also with the email open rates in e-commerce some brands have as low as 30 percent. it can it varies but your, your whole audience isn't going to see those emails the first time they go out. So you can repurpose these emails. Obviously, you can change some words, some graphics, um, but the actual base of the email is still the same. Um, and in terms of getting content from the blogs, their social media posts, TikTok, YouTube, any news in the industry, any news about the founders, there's so much that you can do. Um, and something that we like to do is, say, if we're onboarding a client, um, just have a, a one hour call with the founder or the marketing manager, whoever. And we just pick their brain. We just ask them questions, similar to like a podcast, just ask them questions, record the call. And they'll be saying things that they've never even thought of, or they, they've never even think about turning into content. And it's just a really, really easy way for us to say, oh, you know, they said this, let's make a piece of content around it. And it, it just keeps the content wheel going. What the other the other thing is uh, talking about because I I like to keep up rest of trends and kind of disruptive trends is um, artificial intelligence and ChatGPT and all these other large language models. Um, so I'm curious, how do you think the rise of AI and machine learning is going to impact the future of email, SMS marketing, and your um, retention marketing efforts? Of course. So I think a lot of people get scared with AI and think it's going to, you know, replace copyright other people. But I don't think that's the case because I don't know about you. I've tried chat GPT to you know, write some emails and just mess around with it. And they're far, they're far from ideal. Um, <laughs> but I do think AI will have a massive role in retention. Uh, and it's, it's, it's starting to show now with these um, like apps with like retention X. And like I mentioned with Clavio with their, uh, when they think someone's going to repurchase, it's going to have a massive role in the in terms of data um, and sort of learning consumer behaviors, which just makes your job so much easier uh, when you know when people are expected to buy or expected to churn. So I think it will have a massive role in that. But in uh -huh. terms of copywriting and making the emails, it's a tool, but I don't think it will replace people. Yeah, it's like, um, and again, I think across the board, most people I've talked about said the same thing as you it's a tool but it's uh basically the people that learn how to use it are going to replace those that don't just like people that didn't use social media or didn't know how to set up websites or um e-commerce or know how to use the internet they 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 got replaced it's very very similar to you know what you're saying um the other question that is interesting is this uh idea of storytelling and you talk about this um how storytelling is uh important in the post retention phase and how it plays into um, sms and email marketing yeah of course so storytelling 
like I mentioned, copy needs to be human to human. It needs to just feel like a conversation. Now, the thing with storytelling is it creates emotions and emotions cause people to take action. And with that action, they make purchases. So the good thing about storytelling, especially in like a post-purchase sequence, is say if you've got a really good customer success story, you can talk about this within the post-purchase sequence and that builds the excitement for someone waiting to get this product. It gets them imagining things and in that excitement, they think, oh, maybe I should add another product in. Maybe this will help make the transformation even better. So storytelling plays a huge role um, in email and just even on, on websites, uh, any sort of copy, anywhere that the, the, the customer is going to be reading about the brand, storytelling is a big one. Because like I said, it creates emotions and emotions sell. Yeah. How can people contact you, follow you, check out your social media? It sounds like you're, you know, um, yeah. And, you know, kind of talk about this idea of resiliency and kind of pivoting. Um, I know you have a story kind of as uh, last words of inspiration and, um, you know, pivoting into becoming an entrepreneur. Um, talk about that. Yeah, so I, I guess I'll give you a quick rundown of the story. So like I said, I was supposed to go to university. I took a gap year at 18 because I, was, I wasn't decided on what I wanted to do. I was torn between medicine and veterinary medicine. Oh. So I was scratching my head try, trying to work out what I wanted to do. Ended up going for veterinary and got my place at the University of Liverpool, waiting to go. And during that second gap year of waiting to go, I thought, let's let's take up mountain biking. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Now, I ended up having a, a pretty gnarly accident. Um, and five surgeries later and a pretty bad infection, I was ended up not going to university and went down the rabbit hole of copywriting, email marketing. So in terms of resilience and getting into entrepreneurship, I'd say as cheesy as it sounds, everything does happen for a reason. There is, hmm. there's a reasoning behind like that, that mountain bike accident. It's, it took me down this route. Something that I, again, it's all very, it sounds all very cliche and cheesy, but it's so true is you only fail when you stop. So mm. I've had people or calls or clients that haven't gone through or things haven't been a match. Is it worth carrying on with this? Mm-hmm. And it's when you stop there that, like I said, you fail. And most people stop there. So if you can just keep on reminding yourself that if I just push through, all I've got to get is one result. And that one result, if you keep on stacking these small wins, it compounds massively. So consistency, that is the biggest thing. I'm sorry, it's not some massively revolution revolutionary idea. It's it's the basics, and but the fundamentals are what get you 80, 90% of the results. Hmm, that's so well said. And uh, you know, like I said, I love what I love what you're doing. I love this. I you know, I got some new insights, and you know, you're you know, you've got a lot of um, potential in this area. And uh, yeah, it's quite interesting because I've been talking to a lot of entrepreneurs. They talk about this idea of like, for example, when is enough? And it's not an amount. It's like decision. It's like a decision. Um, you know, thing. Uh, when are you healed? You know, this journey. It's like it's always a constant journey. And um, yeah, it's quite interesting because I know uh, you know a lot of I know a lot of people during the pandemic they got really great internships and jobs, and then when the world shut down, they they uh, had to turn they turned to social media, and now they have like 2 million, 3 million followers. They don't, they make, you know, 30 K a month, you know, that, so, you know, sometimes like you said, everything happens for the better. And, um, you know, sometimes we need, uh, these events to, you know, jolt us to get us on the right paths. 
Oh, so for all the audience out there listening, Toby, for a really interesting um, talk and journey from copyright, retention marketing, and uh, all of his insights. He's on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, as well as website. All of those will be in the show notes. And be sure to follow him and reach out to him. Check his material out. It's really great. And with that, thanks so much for coming on to the podcast. No, thank you for having me, Chris. It's been a pleasure. listening if you liked it be sure to like comment share subscribe we're on everywhere spotify itunes google amazon audible and without much ado be sure to thank this show's sponsors and we'll see you next week